Welcome to Behind the Audition podcast with your host, Kurt Hilton. Listen in on interviews with voiceovers, filmmakers, producers, animators, and much more. Kurt, a voice actor himself, will give insider tips to the business, talk with guests about how they got into the business, and be sure to stay tuned to the end of the podcast when he challenges his guests with a pop-up audition. Now it's time for Behind the Audition podcast. Here's Kurt Hilton. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Audition podcast. On this episode, I spoke to the amazing voice actor, Jun Yoon. We talked about him being a bilingual voice actor, achieving his American dream, being a theater teacher, director, and after losing that job, he decided to become a voice actor, pursuing his passion. We talked about positivity in the industry and so much more. So sit back and enjoy another episode of Behind the Audition podcast. All right, welcome to the show, the man himself, the very, very, very talented Jun Yoon. How are you doing today? I'm well, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm super excited to start the week off by talking to you. I, before the show started, I, I was telling you how I appreciate all the motivation and positivity you're uh, putting out there on uh, TikTok. I, I'm just happy to be of help and glad that people are getting some value out of it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's take a ride back in the time machine and talk about you know, how you got into this industry and what, what made you want to be a voice actor? Well, geez, I, you know, acting has always been a part of my life ever since I was a, a teenager, my gosh. And, um, uh, fe- absolutely fell in love with everything that's, that was acting theater and stage and the community, the family, the theater, the theater kids know, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And, um, and I, and I completely fell in love with it and was engrossed in it all throughout high school. And when I finally arrived at the college level, uh, it was no, it was no, no brainer. Of course, theater major, performance, directing, and acting, just going at it. Until, uh, until the third, the second semester of my third year came, and I was like, well, as an immigrant to this country who wants nothing but stability and and life in the suburbs with a house and kids, do I really want to live an actor's life? <laughs> You know, and I had a decision to make. And um, uh, because of the background that I come from and the the family that I I was raised in, um, I chose the immigrant's desire for stability Mm -hmm. and life to to achieve my American dream, if you will. And I was still a bit selfish. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, what could I possibly do? I know I'll teach. I come from a family of uh, educators and, and I myself won my wife as well. And it just made sense. So I became a theater teacher and absolutely loved it. And for the past, and, and for the next 11 years or so, I, w- I worked as a theater teacher, filling that side of my, my acting itch by working as a director and guiding mm-hmm. these youths and, and having a stable life and a job. And then all of that came to a crashing halt in 2016 uh, when I lost that job and just sitting there, just completely blown out of my mind and depression and all these things, I decided to be selfish. Like I have a house now, family, a couple of cars in the driveway. I don't have rose bushes, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, but then uh, I decided to pursue what I finally wanted to do. And, and I'm, one, I'm one of those cliche cases that like, oh, people have told me that I have a great voice and I should be on the radio, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to give it a try. I sat down with my wife and I told her, like, I want to try to be a voice actor. And I am 
I am blessed to the max for having such a wonderful and supportive uh, wife and family who, who have supported me and pushed me from behind. And, and I really attribute uh, who I am and where I am today to my wife, to my family, as well as finding my own happiness and finally deciding on, on pursuing my passion, as it were. Absolutely. You know, and, and looking at your booth, I was, I was going to say something. I, I'm mesmerized by your booth. You have probably one of the coolest booths. Do you have like, is that like foam or what kind of texture is that behind you there? This guy no, behind me. To the left. The, yes, that. What is that? It's the, the standard foam that comes with the Studio Bricks uh, uh, booth. Um, I have the VO edition, so I have the whole the stuff everywhere. Uh, I can I can show you. Let's tilt this guy up. Uh, the bass traps. This one comes with the booth, and because I'm such a loud and and expressive, <laughs> energetic uh, characters that I play, I have additional additional treatments everywhere uh, to yeah. absorb all of that. But uh, yeah, I I love it in here, and every time I sit here and stand here and do the work, I. I'm I'm reaffirming my happiness every single day and I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, I, I love it. And you know what's funny? I was thinking about this the other day. As a as a voice actor, why are we not more like crazy? Because we're stuck in a a, a booth or a, a padded room and we're just <laughs> sitting there for like an hour. Or so why aren't we like delusion like just lost our minds by now? You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you mean, Kurt? I'm fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> It's like your hideaway zone, right? I don't know where you're coming from, please. <laughs> so your first audition, let's talk about that. Because sure. a lot of a lot of people think they're ready. You know, they'll get into this industry and they they just think it's like you're talking about earlier. You have a good voice, so let's be a voice actor. No coaching, no nothing, just a microphone. What was your first audition like? Because you got into this. What was it like? My first audition was terrible. I mean, not just capital T, all the letters in the word terrible. I still have it, of course. Um, but the way I found my footing into this into this whole industry, if you will, is is rather different and eclectic than other people's, uh, mainly because I have I serve a very specific niche called the Korean language. Mm -hmm. And as it turns out, there just aren't many Korean speaking voice actors in America, in L.A., Mm -hmm. And and I remember I remember auditioning for this one radio project back in however many years ago, mm -hmm. and I was the only Korean speaking voice actor with a with a suitable home a home studio, the only in LA, which is unfathomable. Right, I'm, that I'm the only Korean speaking voice actor in Los Angeles with a home studio, absolutely unfathomable. That's changed, thank goodness. Um, but. It, it, it baffles me uh, um, how, how fortunate that I have been to have found uh, that niche for my own journey anyway. Mm -hmm. um, even then, <laughs> this audition was just, just listening to it now. I, I was listening to it the last month or so, you know, you know different session. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you've come, you have really come a long way. And, and you, speaking on diversity, I think it's it's been very very good to voice actors, you know, seeing the opportunities for everyone. And you're like you were saying, there wasn't really many jobs for Korean voice actors, and now it's the world is opening up, and there's different um, characters, superheroes, what have you. Just and everybody has the opportunity. I think that's amazing. Wouldn't you agree? 
there's Shang-Chi action figures at Target yeah. right now. <laughs> Just saw the video the other day on Twitter and I, and I had to share it. There's Shang-Chi action figures on the shelves of Target that other Asian kids can look at and go, wow, that's awesome. That yeah. looks like me. That looks like my dad. It looks like my family. Mm-hmm. And to be a part of a, a Marvel and something as big as Marvel Mm-hmm. Uh, Victoria Grace on Twitter, phenomenal actress. Uh, she voiced the the part of Yara in The Last of Us 2. Uh, got the part of, of Luna Snow, one of the Marvel franchises, a Korean K-pop idol hero, which we, which would be unfathomable just 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> um, Legend of Hay, with all Asian cast to properly represent those characters, myself included, which I've been I've been very fortunate and grateful to be a part of. And and these are just tiny little segments of of the movement that's happening, the culture that's changing the direction that we're heading in. Mm-hmm. And I and I couldn't be more grateful and excited for the future. Absolutely. And I was going to get to that Legend of Hay. How was that audition process like? Because that's like a, that was a really big project for you. Oh man, it's it was it was one of it was my very first like an anime mm-hmm. dubbing thing, and 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 I just so excited. <laughs> Not only to as a as a representation aspect, but mm-hmm. one of the first checkoff items in my list. Like uh, anime, is something that I grew up with 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 fervent passion, and in, in Korea as well as here, and and to be a, a part of a, a, a enterprise like that, in a genre like that. Um, mm-hmm. It was was nothing short of a miracle, <laughs> in my opinion, <laughs> and still very much grateful for the opportunity. And and when I got the email, it, my heart dropped, and and I literally screamed. Ah! <laughs> Wife comes over. What's wrong? No, I'm just happy. <laughs> that is awesome. So you got the part. So the first day of recording, what was that like? Oh, the remote. It was done remotely here in this very studio, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was nervous as all heck, of course. I mean, I've, I I do live sessions on the regular, um, which is fine. And I still uh-huh. get very much nervous to this day whenever I have to to do a live directed session with a client. Right. Um, it's just heart starts thumping. I'm like, oh, God, that thing settles in, you know. But mm-hmm. but I love it. Yes. Like, that, like that nervousness and that energy just it verifies for me that I belong here, that, that it, it gets me excited. It makes me nervous. It makes me look forward and be eager about what I'm about to do in here. And, 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 it, and I couldn't be filled with anything else, but this fervent passion and, and happiness. Absolutely. I love it. That is so cool because when you get that credit, I remember when I got my first credit and, you know, you get that credit for even just a, a indie game or anything, just to know you, you know what? I I'm, I'm somebody on like that game or that, that project you know what i mean this that feeling was like yes finally you know what i mean what would you tell voice actors not to just get stuck in that one project how to keep going what advice would you get for motivation oh gosh um i i honestly believe in in the idea of happiness i really really do um i have to credit uh gary vaynerchuk uh gary v everybody should to follow and listen Absolutely. to the content um, but I really found my happiness in voice acting and, and, and I'm not a person of regret and I say this a lot. Um, but, but if I could go back decades on and have discovered voice acting 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I think, I think life would be very different. I have zero regrets. I love where I've come from and where I've been and all the things that I've experienced, but had I found my happiness even earlier, 
Oh my gosh, I can I can only imagine where I, my life would be like right now. <laughs> what what projects do you love the most? I mean, you you seem to do a lot. What's your favorite project? Did you really like to get into? All of them, Kurt. <laughs> I, I, You're a good salesman. I love it. <laughs> I love all of my clients' and projects that I've worked on. All of them equally. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I find myself with like e-learning. You know what I mean? And I could you get you know what I mean? The long read that those are the ones I have most difficult time with because you, you have to keep that same pace and you, you know, that same tone. How, how do you overcome that? Uh, as, as, as cliche as this is going to sound like, um, as being just purely me, mm-hmm. the conversational me. And I, I've also worked on a number of e-learning projects and narration and, and things of that sort. Mm-hmm. And, there is a time and a place in a project for that very, very measured delivery of officiality and authority and the voice of wisdom and so on and so forth. And I think having worked as a teacher for so many years, that very sense of groundedness conversational uh, approach, maybe that authoritative grounded um, conversation where I'm not sitting here yelling at you, but I'm simply telling you the, the information. And as, as I guide you through these various module, click next <laughs> on these things uh, comes rather natural because that's, 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 that's been life for a decade plus of time. So for e-learning and narration, um, uh, admittedly, I don't book a lot of like explainer videos where I happily and chippily <laughs> explain things to you. <laughs> But, but heavy concepts and, and the teaching things to you, I do a lot of those on the side, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And as a, a bilingual voice actor, what, what do you find is easier, Korean or American projects? Gosh, uh, Korean is definitely more, more difficult for okay. me. Um, I, I was born and raised in Korea. I, I, I moved to the U.S. when I was 14. So mm-hmm. the language of Korean was pretty well set inside of me. And uh, but when I came here, I didn't know any English. I, mm-hmm. I knew five things. I, I it's hello, thank you, I'm sorry. Where's the bathroom? Please speak slower. That's <laughs> that's literally all I knew, um, and and I had to catch up uh, on English very very quickly and uh, really immersing myself into the community. Uh, I I moved to Huntington Beach and grew up. Uh, my my spent my teenager there and went to college in Long Beach and. I really threw myself into the American culture because that's what was advised for immigrants to do back in the days to, to, to melt into the melting pot rather than in, into a salad concept, which I can talk about some more. But I didn't use Korean for a long time in an effort to learn English uh, and to, to make it as native as I can. Even today, I speak with an accent to an extent. Um, but after all of the efforts to learn as natural American as I could, uh, coming back to Korean has been a challenge, certainly, and uh, in in an effort to to recoup my identity as a Korean and and to recoup some of the culture that I missed out on in my twenties and thirties, uh, I've made I made stri- significant efforts and strides to to get the language back, and thankfully, uh, all of it came rushing back uh, while I worked as the uh, on camera host for for Migugul uh, Manada, the Meet America travel show that I did in 2019. And uh, it stressed to me even more of the importance of, of refinding my language. Um, and, and it's just like riding a bicycle. You don't ride for, for, if you don't ride it for 10 years of time or so, you're gonna get rusty. Same thing with badminton, same here. I, I probably couldn't smash a birdie if I, if I wanted to right now. Um, 
but it, but it's it's I'm working with it on a daily basis thanks to my clients who put their trust in me, and uh, it's really uh, at a at a point where I am indeed back to native level bilingualism, and that has opened up a lot of doors, and I'm for which I'm very grateful. Absolutely, and one thing I want to talk about is TikTok. Um, you're, we're seeing a lot more um, auditions, like direct casting directors are getting on there. They're actually um, wanting to hire audition voice actors on TikTok. What's your, what are your thoughts about that? Well, <clears throat> it's it's a uh, it's a uh, I'm 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 mixed. I'm torn. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fifty fifty, if you will. Yeah. Um, there is a thing to be said about proper procedures and 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 go to procedures and what has worked in the past and what is the what is established certainly, um, and I'm still very much catering to that that process that mm-hmm. model maybe, but who's to say that things won't change right? Uh, right. The very idea of home studios for LA based talent was a, a foreign thing. And look where we are now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if you if you lived in the middle of the middle of Minnesota, it, it was a different story. But look how all of that changed in the last eighteen months, very dramatically. So uh, I'm I'm torn, <clears throat> not not in a conflicting, combative kind of a way, but uh, torn in excitement, maybe uh, about the systems and and procedures and models that exist and continue to run like a machine, which is fine. But I'm also excited about the opportunities of different avenues and different methodologies that we'll be seeing in the next decade to come. Absolutely. And, and to piggyback off TikTok, I see that sticker in the back, gratitude. That's one thing that I said earlier that I like about you. Um, you express positivity. What made you want to do that? Gosh, I, 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 I genuinely am thankful <laughs> in awesome. all aspects of, of my personal and, and professional career. Um, what is that? There's there's a name for that one curve that goes like this. I forget um, where you where 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 the skill and ability and knowledge that you have dips into it and, and it comes back. I will forget what it's called. Um, but for for a long time, I lived in that valley of like I think I know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just do what I'm gonna do, and that's fine. And and everybody progresses to the, a level where self awareness really sets in and allows them to realize their happiness. And for me, like being from, from a very personal level, being surrounded by family, my wife and my kids and my mom and everybody else around me in my, in my personal life who have absolute 100% support and motivation and rah-rah cheering behind my back so I can succeed. What else can you possibly have other than gratitude when faced with, with people like that? And from a very fundamental, basic level, I'm 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 happy and, and thankful that I wake up every day, eyes open and 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 ready to face another day and and live my life. Oh my gosh, as a human being, instead of a instead of a roly poly or something, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and then it goes all the way up the scale to, to gratitude to people like you who are willing to sit here, sit here and listen to me rant. That's good. I love it. I, that I serve and the clients that I serve and, and, and colleagues that I work with in coaching capacity. I, I believe in gratitude and Absolutely. it's, it, I know it's, it's in here and I'm going to lean on it uh, until the day I die. <laughs> I, I think it's great. I think everybody, I, everybody, I mean, everybody needs more positivity in their days and you, you bring it and that's great. Uh, moving along to building your brand, one thing I want to talk to you about, how, how do you build your brand and market? 
by fully realizing what it is, who you are and what it, what it is that makes you happy. And then uh, giving things away for free. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I really, really honed into Gary Vaynerchuk's message of, of uh, branding and, and content creation. Branding, first and foremost, uh, fully realizing who I am and what it is that I bring to the table. And after much reflection and, and self-analysis, self-awareness and, and knowing exactly who I am after all these years, we actors study characters for a living, and that's studying people. And, and I've been doing it for however many years it's been now. And, and it's quite easy to turn that analytical eye to a, the character on, on a script, per se. But I live my character every single day, 24-7. So I've been analyzing myself the whole time, which really gives me this interesting level of self-awareness that other people may not have. And I know in here that gratitude is the thing that drives me, motivation for voice acting, happiness in my craft and, and people that I work with. All of these things really amount to, uh, to an identity and a sense of who I am. And I know exactly what I'm able to bring to the table in this community of voice actors. And I, I knew from the get-go that I would be uh, providing content that's based that that's that's that aims to serve in information and education. Um, hence the I'm a teacher. I can't I, let no, myself. I love it. Preach it. I love so it. Pretty much every content that I create is is aimed to to either bring awareness to something as I teach or guide uh, guide actors and, and talents and, and colleagues to a certain a certain way or perspective or to teach in some way. Um, something as practical and logistical as how to set your levels as, all the way down to like what should be on your website mm. and, as well as how to think about this whole thing as a business and as a passion and as a happiness all at the same time. There's so many ways to, there's so many areas to cover and so many things to talk about and, and to teach and to, and to learn as well. So uh, my, that's, that's, how, that's how I developed my brand. I, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of these things for myself. I'm aware of what the industry looks like. I'm, I'm quite acutely aware of what the beginning voice actors need right. in order to have a good, great, strong start, which everybody wants. And, and I want nothing but success for those people. Absolutely. So. And I, I love how you, you molded yourself to be what you are and you're successful at it. For those out there, I, do you see, I'm beginning to see a lot more voice actors who have only been in this for about four or five years and they all of a sudden turn coaches and give all the tips and everything. Do you think they kind of lose focus of their own brand by doing that? Because you seem like everybody, there's more and more people who want to become a coach instead of focusing on what they need to do. Do you agree with that? I, I think it depends. Um, I think some people are some human beings because we are who we are. Some mm -hmm. folks are genuinely good coaches and mentors and, and guides and, and teachers. Um, I, my 11 years of experience in, in the realm of education and having, and having interfaced with so many teachers, both at a, at a teacher's level, and I was an admin for a number of years, um, so I got to work with a lot of different teachers in a lot of different settings. And, and the educators who are watching this and listening to this will agree with me when I say that teaching is definitely not for everyone. Oh my gosh, um, you're exactly right. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. <laughs> there, are, there are people who thrive in it and there are people who do it as a job. Right. And 
I think that same uh, analogy could be applied to voice actors who coach. Right. Um, I, I come to that. I come to the table with with credentials, with validation and experience, and and I know that in here, uh, it's one of my happinesses, one of my great things that I do to make myself happy and, and serve the people that I work with. For others, it's a it's a, a revenue income revenue, not to vilify. In any way, they have their experience and then things to share and things to teach. And, I, and I'm all for education all around. Um, and, and if that's valuable to a certain voice actor or a group of actors who resonate with that concept, the way they teach, power to them, of course. And I think that's what makes it super interesting for our, our context as voice actors. Everybody has different approaches and philosophies and analogies and principles and, and the methods of, of teaching. And... Who's to say that one thing is the right way to do it? Absolutely not. It's varied and diverse and 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 messy, yeah. <laughs> as art should be. And and I find solace in that in that very idea. So absolutely, I'm I mean, for so, them. So you, I that's I think you are one of the good coaches out there and, and voice actors. Um, and and kind of like to piggyback on that with your your you have a podcast too. How did the podcast get started on your end? Because I enjoy your podcast. And I, I think, you know, the, I love, love listening to all different types of voice actors who have the podcast because you learn from each other and you can know what to bring that's different. How did you start yours? Uh, as I was starting out with, with the podcast production and establishing uh, the Voice Actor Showcase, um, I searched, I did my, re- I did my market research. Mm-hmm. And I looked at all the podcasts that were that were about voice acting and voiceover that were existing back in back in those back in back at 30, 43 episodes ago mm-hmm. and realized that every single podcast that was out there was either about the business side, marketing and everything that's that's logistical and business wise, or there were uh, interviews or self-produced things where it was like, OK, today on the show, we have X, Y and Z to share with us their tips and tricks because they're this established professional with awesome stories to tell and, and these personalities, which I loved. Uh, the Crispin Freeman's voice acting mastery, Rob, Rob Paulson's uh, uh, talking tunes, right? And, and there's a list of all, those, of all those podcasts where they tell stories of mm-hmm. their journeys and, and t- tips and tricks for whoever's yeah. listening which is fine, but I found them to be very valuable. But at, the, at that time, there weren't any, any uh, podcasts that talked about the journeys of a normal voice actor. Right, <laughs> not, right. not Tara Strong, not Marisa <laughs> Marsh, not, you know, not Crispin Freeman, but the everyday, you and me, the working in the trenches and, and honing their crafts and then moving forward in their journeys as voice actor, those people. And m- myself being one of them, I really wanted to share the stories of us, you know? So I, I decided to, to make a podcast, did my research on how to do it, pay people to create the art um, <laughs> and just randomly started to, I, I started, I started with the colleagues that I worked with, of course. Sure. And, and then more and more, it became more and more and people started listening and, now, 43 episodes in, admittedly, admittedly, the production has slowed down and there's more news coming along the way. But that podcast has most certainly been this really interesting perspective and, and a look, if you will, mm-hmm. into the everyday voice actors from around the world. And, uh, and I'm very proud of it. Yeah, I, I think it's very good. And I, I enjoy listening to 
um, good quality, like you said, good quality podcasts like yours out there. And you, and like one reason I did this one was to talk to people like you and, and get to know people and it's for others to learn, but for me to actually get into the minds of those who have done well, who are getting into it and who want to share like that audition that they, they bombed, they did well. And you know, you hit every notch right there and what's next, what's going on for you right now? Well, it's, uh, there's no, there's no, like, I'm going to take a trip to Europe one of these days, <laughs> milestone goals. Uh, it's, it's a grind. It's a, it's a grind. It's a journey. Every step moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing grandiose about my journey. I, I know in here solidly and established in here firmly that this is my happiness and I'm going to continue to do what I want to do to make myself happy while creating art and teaching and educating and mentoring and having fun. It's yeah. such that this element that's so missed out on these days, in my opinion. And I, I'm one of the fortunate ones to have found where an uh, area of work and career where fun and, and fulfillment and art and logistics and all things intersect. And I couldn't be more grateful than, than where I am right now. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. That's it. That is amazing. Well, it's time to have some fun now. It's time for the audition challenge. Are you ready to have some fun with that? I am admittedly not so good at commercial copies. So gosh. Do you know what's funny? I, I write these myself. I make them up. And sometimes I'm like, what am I going to write today? And so I thought it's something fun for you today. Um, I get a lot of them on my cell phone, the, the robocalls, and uh, everybody gets the extended warranty phone call and all that stuff. Um, I, my, my, I'm like my wife. I follow her advice now. She doesn't even answer. If she, if she doesn't know it, she doesn't answer. But I am, I'm that extrovert. I want to talk and everybody on my phone, like, put it down. <laughs> so I wrote something for, uh, fun for you today. Uh, I sent in your chat, and uh, you can take a look at it. And whenever you're ready, you can go ahead and go for it. All right. Right, right in alignment with the idea of having fun. I'm going to, I'm going to have a little fun with this. Okay. Will I pick it? You bet. Are <laughs> <clears throat> you tired of those robocalls every day? And you still keep answering the phone. Introducing RoboCop Answering Service. <laughs> we stop with RoboCop Answering Service. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Can you imagine really having a service like that? Oh my gosh, I totally would love it. <laughs> there's there's nothing like it. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing like it. And not like 80s movies, you know, that's I so vision RoboCop the movie. So before I let you go, I, I always ask this cliche question um, for those getting into this industry. What, what is a helpful tip to, for them to take their time or something to start them out that you recommend? From a, from a very logistical standpoint, um, to, view, to view this journey as a voice actor that one's starting out on as a, as a business. Now, from a, from a very career-oriented voice actor who has fully decided to jump in cannonball style into this whole thing, this needs to be viewed as a business, which means entrepreneurship, marketing, business, and budget, and, and all the things that are associated with being a voice actor that is not necessarily what happens in here. 
um, it's 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 the element that gets missed, I think, most of the time. From 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 a, so from a very logistical point of view, to to view this whole thing as an entrepreneurship effort. That's the first thing, and right in alignment with that. Uh, to really fortify and strengthen and, and solidify the, the idea of a home studio. Uh, didn't used to be the case back in the day. If you were in LA, New York, Chicago, Atlanta, you woke up and went to a studio and did your, did your thing. But today and, and anywhere else in the world, we are in need of a broadcast quality home studio. And uh, you may be Rob Paulson, Tara Strong, and all the, you may be Tyler, uh, Tyler, you may be Curtis Hilton, Tyler Hilton. Um, <laughs> You know, amazing talent with phenomenal voice who know what he's doing. But if the sound that you make is crap, they're not going to hire you. It's, it's flat and, and, and honest as it gets. That's awesome. That's so, great advice. That's what I would say, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a pleasure talking to you today. And I, I definitely want to do like another follow-up because I, there are just more things that I think that you could tell us that uh, is very valuable. And it just keep doing what you're doing out there on social media with, with you know, motivating us and, you know, keep giving us that gratitude like you have in the behind uh, in your booth there. And I just want to say thank you so much, June Yoon, for being on Behind the Audition podcast. Thank you for having me. This was great. I appreciate it. Absolutely. For more information about June Yoon, check his website out at voicemoto.com. Thanks for listening in on Behind the Audition podcast, made possible by Hilton Productions. If you need a male or female voiceover, contact us at hiltonproductions.com. Hilton Productions, let our voices do the selling.